go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 30 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how you doing today? I'm doing very well. Brian, it's the 30th episode of the Go Home Show, even though this is technically like the 34th one we're putting Mm -hmm. out, but let's not mince words, let's not call a spade a spade. Let's not brass tacks. What? Let's t- number <laughs> I no, I 30. This is it, Brian. We made it. Yeah. No podcast has ever gone this long. No. Filming next to an airport. <laughs> we have done it. This is live from Brian's apartment. We did it. Here we are. Episode 30. <laughs> Brian, I feel like you're not excited. <laughs> it's just episode 30. Bri- yeah, but listen. Uh-huh. What if we all die? Yeah. <laughs> what Have you thought about that? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> so that's why 30, 30 is the loneliest number. Right. And uh, when you turn 30, you think, boy, am I getting old until you turn 40. And then you go, fuck, I was stupid at 30. God damn it. Piss. Shit. Fucking stupid. God damn it. I could have still been having sex with 22 year olds. Fucking shit. <laughs> So we can still have sex with podcasts that are in 22s. Okay, good. Too sweet for that. Yep. Hell yeah. Too sweet. We're back. Uh, we're back. Uh, I'm a little delirious. <laughs> I got off a plane yesterday from England. Uh, I have been in the United States for about uh, 25 hours, 26. Wow. I'm so tired. <laughs> I slept for 13 hours, and I'm still screwed up from time. I was in England for eight days. If you live in, If you live in England... Uh, let me be the first to tell you I'm sorry that you live there. <laughs> it's uh, If you like the weather gray just all the time, mm-hmm. it's great. It's wonderful. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, when people say the food in England, not very good. That's, uh, that's not an exaggeration. No, it certainly isn't. Everything is fried. Uh, their meat is gross. <laughs> their craft beer is... Few and far between. Really? Apparently, London has a craft beer scene. I didn't see much of it. I had a little bit. Huh. I had a uh, a beer that was Welsh, and it was called Kuch, which means cuddle. So now, all I have to do is find a Welsh girl and just keep saying that over and over. Until, oh, there you go. And then that's all I ever... That's it. Then I'm done. I can tell her I have 30 episodes of a podcast, and I can tell her cuddle. <laughs> and then you If can anyone ask- knows how to say 30 episodes of... I have 30 episodes of a podcast in Welsh... Can you tw- can you tweet it at Brian and just let him know so he can tell me? That would be great. Thank you very much. All right. I'm back from England. Uh, <laughs> while I was there, I went to Eurogamer Fan Gamer Expo Gamer Expo. Gamer. Gamer. It was uh, apparently the biggest in the UK, which means it's small as fuck. <laughs> it was like maybe, may- I'm maybe the size of PAX East. Maybe. Really? It was not very big. Wow. PAX is like way bigger than it is like. Man, every other convention I've been to is, like, bigger than that. Man. I would put it on, like, oh, man. I don't even know what expo you could compare it to. Uh, shit. What's the one in Anaheim every year that used to be in San Francisco? It's, like, it's oh, not. Uh, WizCon? Yeah, or? yeah. It's, like, not very big. Yeah. So, it's, it's set up kind of like PAX where, like, Nintendo 
PlayStation and uh, Microsoft all have like huge booths in the center. Yeah. It was the worst presentation I think I've ever seen from PlayStation. It was really? awful. Their Euro team sucks. Hey, Damn. Euro team, PlayStation Euro team, I know you're listening to this. Step your shit up because it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was just people like yelling from the stage on microphones and like they were showing like NBA 2K footage. Wait, and- wasn't that the Sony booth at Comic Con like 2009? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> all but, right. One bright side of the entire convention, I played WWE 2K15. Hell yeah. I played it. I have played the game. On which system? I played it on PS4. Nice. The fourth PlayStation system. That's awesome. It is not not like Xbox One where you get confused. Mm-hmm. It's PlayStation 4. They just named it in order. It's not like Microsoft where they just name shit like how, like whatever they want. Like, yeah, wh- what the hell decision was that? Are you excited about Windows 10? Yeah. Because I don't know what happened to Windows 9, but we got Windows 10. <laughs> they skipped 9. <laughs> Here we come. So I played it on the fourth PlayStation system. Uh, out of the four characters, John Cena, Randy Orton, Cesaro, and Goldust, who do you think I played as? Cesaro. Wow, what a surprise that I did I that. I would have played as Goldust. I beat up Goldust, Brian. Oh. Take that. Ah, oh, that didn't work. I hissed like Stardust. Oh. That's uh, Stardust. Oh, Brian blew Stardust at the microphone, mm-hmm. which definitely blew out the microphone. Because <laughs> we're just blowing straight into it. <laughs> Uh, professionals in front of the microphone. Yeah. Professional wrestling uh, journalists. Um, we, so when I played the game, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked it. It like looks amazing. Didn't get to listen to it because it's so loud at the expo that you can hear anything. Um, man, it's a blast. It plays totally different. Really? It looks totally different. Uh, when they do moves, like this is something I didn't see anyone talk about. Like if you're going to do a suplex, you know, like in the old games, you just do a suplex. If you're like right next to the ropes, it just, you kind of like suplex them like, into the ropes, but it, like, slides. slides your characters. Yeah. When I was doing suplexes, he would, like, Cesaro would, like, grab Goldust and kind of, like, move him into position, like, in the center of the wow. ring. And do a suplex. So you have, like, that little realism oh, thing. Oh, damn. I did the giant swing. I, I was doing all... I mean, it was so much fun. Wow. Is there, like, a um, a, a rhythm to keep it going or anything? Yeah, th- there's a little bit. There's, there's an ebb and flow to it. There's a stamina meter now. So you have to okay. make sure that your stamina doesn't get too low, and then you have, like, little health bars at the bottom. Everything's wow. in a heads-up display in, like, the bottom corners huh. um, where you can see how much health you have, how much stamina you have, how much you're, how close you are to, like, a special, how many specials you have stored and stuff like wow. that. Um, so when you see that stuff, you kind of go, like, okay, my stamina's, like, getting lower. I'm using too much of it. That's going to, like, enable my opponent to come and beat the shit out of me for a minute and kind of, like, turn the tide. Oh, that's um, cool. But, like, the tide can turn really quick, and it it kind of plays, like, the way wrestling is. Yeah. Where the beginning, like, you're doing, like, these small lockups, and there's a little rock, paper, scissors type game that you do. Like, you do the collar and elbow tie-up, and then you can go into, like, uh, a waist lock. You can go into, like a he- like, a side headlock or an arm wrench. And you have to, like, press a button to pick one of those, and then, like, one beats the other, so whoever picks, like, the dominant one gets wow. it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then there's, like, a little uh, a little game to, like, move for like, one step ahead in that. And then you kind of, like, wear your opponents down doing that for, you know, a couple of times, and then you kind of start doing moves. Wow. Yep. That's cool. It's it's fun. It's definitely different. That that sounds more like what I would be interested in exactly. in, in wrestling games, because the, the thing that always bothered me is that I wanted to play it and, like, they had reversals and all this stuff, but everything just seemed so haphazard. I, I agree. You would just kind of go in, and you're like, well, I just pulled off a pile driver, and uh, the match just started, so that should be the end. But yeah. no, this game, like, felt like it built to, like, big... I had to, like, really work down gold dust before I could knock him down for a while, get my special up, and do the giant swing. That's and cool. Then, and then when that happened, it was like, yeah, I just felt good. 
Um, so everything feels like really satisfying in that game. That's cool. So I, that, that was that was good. I like the idea of health meters and stuff. It makes it more like a, a competitive game rather yeah. than like I said, very haphazard. Yeah. And then now uh, today, as of today, they uh, IGN and a few other places released uh, little articles about the career, my career mode. Yeah. Because 2K is making this game. I can't wait to play this game. It also that's only on like PlayStation Four and Xbox One. I don't think you get that my career. Oh in, really? In the uh, in the last gen systems. Huh. Yeah. So uh, you can play. You make your character, take him to NXT, and then you're trying to like build hmm. what your character does and everything, and like put on good matches against people. Yeah. And then, oh god, what I really love is that if you have a PlayStation Four and like make a my career character, mm-hmm. they can come over to my career, like mine on my PlayStation, and like and they they can become my rival. That's awesome. Just based on like decision making. That's so cool. There was one that people were talking about, like oh yeah, jump forward, and I was on WWE like brand and then it was going to put me in a rivalry with daniel bryan and it gave me an option to either shake his hand or give him a low blow so i chose to give him a low blow of course and then the crowd started chanting no oh cool and it was like this whole thing i'm like oh it's fucking awesome oh my god i want that so i really want to play that game a lot oh, yeah i, I know that so playstation 4 uh, so far two things i want to playstation 4 that game and shadows of mordor i don't give a fuck about lord of the rings that game looks sick i know oh, that game looks so yo sick. sony i know you listen to this podcast hey uh, uh, uh tolkien i know you're listening to this thank you for writing the book shadows of mordor thank you for uh, giving the divine inspiration to make a ranger die and come back to life and become a shadow of mordor oh is that what the game i don't know probably eh. It sounds like it. Right? Doesn't that, doesn't that sound like that would be it? <laughs> Sony, hit us up. Two PlayStations I could do with that Destiny one. Yeah. Eric doesn't care about the I don't the care. You can, you can send me a regular one. I don't even yeah. care. I'm not going to play Destiny. I just want the white one because I think is, it's cool. Why? I like it. So you can kind of look at it. It's like I'm looking at your entertainment console right now, and it's like your PlayStation's pretty covered up, man. Yeah. So? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, well, fuck me, I guess. I don't know. Well, there's no space for it right mm-hmm. now. I'll just set it to the right, and I'll, yep. uh, I'll look at it. Uh, Brian, last episode that we had was watching with the Go Home Show, mm-hmm. aka Wrestle Party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna not make fun of you for wanting to call it Wrestle Party. It's the best name <laughs> and the stupidest thing to call anything. Uh, hopefully everybody liked Wrestle Party. If you go to the if you go to the YouTube channel right now, you can watch it. Uh, I didn't have time to put up the YouTube video before, but it should be up now. Yeah. Uh, just because the hotel internet that I had was right around 56k. Wow. So thanks, London. Really appreciate it. Uh, also, there was a Chelsea game, so everyone was crazy. Uh, but there should be that episode now. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed watching with the Go Home Show. We want to do it more often. Yeah, uh, I actually had a lot of fun doing that. I had a really that. good time. I doing went it. back and listened to it. I don't. I don't go back and listen to a lot of the episodes like later. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to hear how it came together and like how it sort of sounded as just two guys talking into a microphone to see if there were like a lot of pauses and stuff. Yeah. We were doing pretty good until the end where you could tell we were a little drunk and a little tired. Yeah. It was, was it? Okay, I skipped yeah. through it, but I didn't I didn't really listen to the end of Get, it. Getting on towards the end, I was like, yeah, we should probably do this like earlier in the day. Because we recorded that at like 10 at night. Yeah. And we had both been working all day. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right. Did you watch it with the episode uh, behind no, it? No, I, I, I wanted to, to and then couldn't. How was it on its own? Well, Fine. I was yeah. funny. It was just us talking. Okay. So if you guys just want to hear us talking... Well, I guess that's what Check you're already out. doing. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Uh, but we're back with a regular episode. If you guys want to hear more of that, let us know. If you want to hear anything uh, different from this show, let us know. Go Home Show at Mega64.com is going to be the best way to reach us. But also hit us up on Twitter, at Go Home Show. Uh, I think those are the two best ways that we're going to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, Night of Champions. We we missed it. I was out of town, so we didn't review it. Real briefly, just what did you think of Night of Champions? It, it wasn't the greatest. I, I'm getting to the point right now where I haven't... 
this is the first time in my life I've been watching consecutive uh, monthly pay-per-views that aren't the big four. Yeah. Because uh, we said before on the on this podcast that we used to only get together and watch the big four. We'd all throw in 10 bucks for the yeah, pay-per-view cost. Exactly. Or bring pizza, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's... And now I know why. Yeah. I don't know. These smaller pay-per-views just feel like placeholders. They they really do. It feels like, hey, let's just get us through this to the next storyline, to the next storyline, but then we'll build to Survivor Series. Yep. Or whatever. And yeah, it's uh it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um the Cena match, Cena the main event, Cena and Lesnar was the best match of the night, I think. Yeah. Um and and just because it Kept telling a really good story. I like I like the story, or I uh, I'm liking it now especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really just not a big fan of this pay per view. Uh, no, I thought it was okay. Uh, titles changed hands. Uh, we have new tag team champions. Yeah, uh, the Usos lost to Dusty Rhodes, and um, AJ got Paige to tap, and then the Miz won the Intercontinental title. Which he dropped the next night. Which is, I think, the second time he's done that. I'm pretty sure it's the second time he's had a one-day title reign. Yeah. It might even be the third time he's had a one-day I, title I'm, reign. I would, I would believe that. Yeah, right? I, yeah, so but there you uh, go. Um, United States Championship. See, you thought, the, you thought that main event was the best match? I thought the United States Championship match was my favorite match of the I night. forgot about that match. It was such a hard-hitting match that... I want to say Cesaro should have won, but I just didn't like the ending. Yeah. It was... Cesaro did too much to just lose to one broad kick. Yes. he It should have taken two. And that and that's why I I forgot about that match. Yeah. And that's why I didn't like it as much as, yeah. I, as I think I would have. Mm-hmm. Because... And, th- and this is the thing um, about Sheamus that I don't like. Because when it comes down to it, yeah, he looks goofy. Yeah, he's white, like, like his the whitest guy there. facial hair is so fucking long his right now. His facial hair is gross right it, now. It look, he looks like half a homeless dude. And, and especially when he puts on that stupid hat and mm-hmm. the vest. Um, but for some reason, his bro kick is like this, this freight train that just knocks everybody out. Yeah. You know, it happened to Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania 28. I wonder if anyone's like, kicked out of it. I'm sure someone has, but I couldn't name who. I I don't know if, I don't know if he kicked out of it. But Dean Ambrose either rolled out. He did. He rolled out of the. But ring. he should have yep. kicked out. Yeah. Or so he, it's it. I don't know if it's been kicked out of, but it's been like, oh, he got like kicked so hard he rolled out of the ring. Yeah. Thing. I'm curious if you guys know if uh, someone's kicked out of it. Let let us know. I'm sure it's happened. It can't be that protected. Yeah. I really hope because it's just a running kick, mm-hmm. and it's not a good running kick. Mm-mm. It does. Uh, Albert used to use a bicycle kick like that in the 90s. Yeah. So. I remember that. The best running kick right now, I think, in, in the WWE is Luke Harper. Oh, I agree. He just plants them. Yeah. Also, what do you think of the Luke Harper promo things? That was, dude, that was amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited. Those those vignettes are the best. The Wyatt mm-hmm. ones are produced so well. Yep. And the fact that it's focusing on Luke Harper, Harper yeah. with a legitimate push. Yeah. Really excited about it. They showed it twice on Raw and they showed it. I watched the main event. They showed it on main event, too. Cool. You know how to match on main event before we get into the show and everything? Mm-hmm. Tyson Kidd. Yeah? Natty went to Kane and said, hey, I want to ask you a favor. Hey, Tyson Kidd's been working really hard. It, like, I guess they're just doing the NXT storyline. They're bringing it up, I guess. Yeah. She went to Kane and he's like, he's been working really hard. You know, he deserves a shot. You know, let him be on main event, whatever. And so Tyson Kidd came in. He's like, Natty, I don't need your help. It was that kind of thing. Do the then, same thing from NXT. Yeah, yeah, and then they were kind of bickering and Kane's like, whatever, your, your match is next. And it was against Kofi. 
the match was really good because it was Tyson being mm-hmm. a heel mm-hmm. and Natty kind of like not understanding that he was a heel. Uh-huh. And there was one part where he hung Kofi Kingston up in the t- in like the tree of woe and started beating on Kofi and like the ref pulled him away. And Tyson was looking over at Natty who was down in the corner by Kofi and he just kept going, get him! Get him! That's great. Get him right now. And then she's like, I'm not going to, what? No, I'm not going to help you cheat. And uh-huh. he's like, I left him open for you. <laughs> Tyson Kidd actually won. Did he? He won the match. He did that. Uh, he did that rolling the uh, moss covered three handled credenza. Credenza. Yeah. Moss covered three handled credenza. Yeah. Which is a, a joke of a name. Mm-hmm. It's uh. So he does that. He didn't win with that. He does the running boot. Or no, he did the uh, he did the elbow drop and it got blocked and then he won with the sharpshooter. Wow. I wish he wouldn't. I, re- I really wish he wouldn't. Um. But I guess. Uh... But he does it cool because he does it. Um. He picked the. He picked the two legs up and then stopped, started like stomping the shit out of Kofi Kingston. Oh, cool. And then when he couldn't quite turn him over, he thumbed him in the eyes and then turned oh, him over. And he's I'm, a great heel. He is. He's a really good heel. He has, he has a lot of personality as a heel. Yeah. I really I really like him as a heel, but uh, you know, it looks like there was trouble in paradise one way or another. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck you. I hear them shouting. <laughs> uh... Oh, okay, here's something else I wanted to bring up before we get into more of it and everything. We have so much to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone keeps talking about uh, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Biggie Langston. They're like, this, these guys are like a little stable, whatever. They're the smart athletic friends. What, it, like, Is that what their name is? That That's what Xavier Woods keeps calling them like on Twitter. And then he also said it on uh, Raw on Monday. Oh, uh, on when, Raw? When, uh, when Cruiserweight Security went to go look I for Ambrose. Uh <laughs> They, they're like, have you seen Ambrose? Have you seen Ambrose? And uh, Xavier Woods kept going, nope, just us. We're just smart athletic friends hanging out. Just smart athletic friends hanging out. Uh, that is everything that I hate and I think is wrong in WWE right now. Uh, you have people just doing whatever, mm-hmm. and no one that's in charge is paying attention or cares about consistency enough right. to either make it a thing mm-hmm. or not make it a thing. I agree. Because... Biggie Langston, Kofi Kingston have matching tights and have been working house shows as a tag team. There's been no mention of it on any of the shows. Yeah. And you haven't except, seen them. Except when they show up and just have matching tights. But there is mention of it on the app or on WWE.com when they huh. do videos together. So either commit to it or don't. Yeah. Stop pussyfooting and doing this wishy-washy bullshit and they do you're right they do this a lot they do it all the time it's when daniel bryan was the dazzler that was you remember that yes yeah no one that was in charge was paying attention so it was just like yeah be the dazzler who cares okay so we don't have consistency to character yeah we don't have consistency to storyline we just do whatever the fuck we want as long as it's not raw yeah do whatever you want it does not feel like that in the entire company it does it doesn't matter if it's on smackdown it doesn't count if it's on smackdown and doesn't count if it's on main event and and it's almost like even if they if they're not in the ring it almost doesn't matter either exactly i mean biggie langston was standing backstage rubbing light bulbs together yep i don't know if like people noticed that he was holding two light bulbs and rubbing them together yeah that what the fuck was that? that that's what i'm saying hey hey anyone producing a segment hey yeah that that's i guess funny doesn't make any sense. Doesn't help anything. No. So what's the point? I, mean, I watched the WWE.com like backstage exclusive, and it was Byron Saxton talking to Biggie Langston about uh, the uh, SmackDown number one contenders over the top battle royal thing. Yeah. Which is stop doing these. Um, it's the fifth one this year. I know. Biggie Langston was talking about like he came in drinking like half a gallon of milk <laughs> and then eating sausages. What? And he's like, I'm just preparing. And then Xavier Woods walks in and he's eating a plate of bacon and they start going, woo. 
Ooh, Xavier. Ooh, you're eating bacon. Ooh, Biggie likes it. I see you're eating sausages and drinking milk. And then Kofi Kingston comes in, and he's eating some weird food, too. And they go, ooh, number one contender. Ooh, intercontinental title. Ooh. And, and you're watching it, and you go, yes, yeah, doesn't, nothing's, nothing's happening. This is... That's gross. It's a bunch of people doing whatever they want, and it's, and it's fun if you don't give a fuck. Huh. I unfortunately give a fuck, mm-hmm. and it's not fun for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing anything about it, so no one's no one, and it's all cre- like I mean, it's top top down. I don't blame the guys who are doing it because no one's giving them anything to do and not giving them any consistent shit. Yeah, so, so they're so doing just, what they can. So just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, do whatever the fuck I mean, you that, want. That's how you had Zack Ryder being yep. the internet champion, Get, getting over, doing whatever he wants, but. Like, man, I hope somebody steps up and goes, hey, let's get all of our ducks in a row because this is fucking embarrassing. I agree. There that's you go. That's what it is, I so guess. That, that's what's going on outside of Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to NXT. Yeah, where everything is in a row <laughs> and things are very focused and it's produced very well. Yep. Uh, so NXT starts with Mojo and Bull. We actually we missed an, an, a week of NXT, just in case anyone's yeah. wondering. We are skipping that week because we weren't. I wasn't here. Yeah. Uh, Mojo and Bull. Uh, this is an aggressive feud with no feud. I know. They are, like, really aggressive. And I and I like that. I like that style. But for what reason? Yeah, why, why they, should I be invested? They, they come out, like, beating the shit out of each other, and you're like, whoa, hell yeah. And then I remember watching it and going, I don't know. This, yeah. this doesn't, there's no feud here. Oh, they were going to, ta- they tag teamed, and then Mojo lost, and then Bull was mad. So they started fighting. Okay, well, Bull Dempsey has gone over Mojo Rally every time now. Yeah, and in the squash shit out matches. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, there's no, f- like, they're fighting like it's a blood feud, and they haven't, <laughs> like, there's no feud. It's really bizarre. Yeah. But, like, I think it shows off Bull really well, because he's looked good in these last two matches. He has. His, his style has totally changed. Which I'm happy about. He, w- watch his first couple matches. They were all, like, headlocks and slow shit, and now he's, like, running through dudes and like yeah. doing a top rope headbutt. That's he awesome. looks like he looks like Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Compared to how he looked two months ago, he looks like Bam Bam Bigelow. That's awesome. That um, that top rope headbutt was great. And that that's his finish now, I think. Uh he's been using that. So he does a top rope Ugh. headbutt to Mojo and then that was it. One, two, three. Uh Tyler Breeze comes down and Mojo Rally is walking to the back and he bumps Tyler Breeze. Ooh, well, do that. don't bump him. No. And then uh Breeze attacks Mojo Rally. Bad. Beats the shit out of him. Don't do it. Messes up his hair. <laughs> uh, there's a vignette after the beatdown of Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin is a motorcycle werewolf. Yeah, badass wolves and motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wrote. Uh, it looked like a commercial for a new Twilight movie with a, <laughs> with a motorcycle in it. It did. It was like... Uh, it made me laugh so much. Uh, My kind eats your kind. Are you actually a werewolf? <laughs> Maybe. What are you? Uh, so then we get Breeze against Justin Gabriel when we get back. Uh, Justin Gabriel beats the shit out of Tyler Breeze. Why is Tyler Breeze booked like the underdog? Can uh, yeah. you figure it out? I don't know. He's supposed to be the heel, right? Yeah. Okay. Why? He's booked like the underdog. He just keeps getting like beat up and beat up and beat up, and then he comes back and he hits the supermodel kick, I guess is what they're calling it, and then the beauty shot. <laughs> Uh, okay. I guess it's because he's small, but yeah. then he's not credible. But he's the same size as Justin Gabriel. I know. He's, uh, yeah, they're about the same. 
Justin Gabriel looked pretty good in this match. He did. But Justin Gabriel is serviceable and looks good in pretty much any match. Yeah. He's the Cape Town Werewolf. He should hang out with Baron Corbin on his motorcycle. <laughs> they both... He's dressed for it. He is. This is a great... Okay. Uh, this is good. I'm. Cu- they have a tag team called the Werewolves, and it's Baron Corbin and Justin Gabriel. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. They're both werewolves. How come nobody's thought of that? I don't know. Uh, that's a, they, they should just do that. There was a time where Justin Gabriel used to come out and howl. And they called him the Cape Town Werewolf. They did? Yeah. <laughs> when it, was this? Uh, this is what I'm talking about. It was like on main event or something. <laughs> like, no, no, Superstars, like forever ago. Yeah. And so there was never any mention to it of uh, like Raw, SmackDown, nothing. Right. So it didn't count. That's. Oh, we're just going to try this out. Well, no one's really trying anything out. We're just not committing to anything. We're just going, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. That's weird. Yeah, hey, this guy's the Cape Town Werewolf. All right. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? So the Cape Town Werewolf <laughs> lost after he got hit with the beauty shot. Uh, backstage, any any notes on that so far? Uh, I mean, you called that at everyone called that at the beginning yeah. of the match. Like you knew that there was no way Tyler Breeze was going to go under on yeah, exactly. Justin Gabriel. Justin Gabriel. Okay. Uh, Natty asks Regal to give Kid a title shot. Uh, Regal says, "Okay, but it's his last title shot ever against Adrian Neville." I really don't think Adrian Neville is going to lose the title to Tyson Kidd, so what are we going to do? Mm. Because now I'm scared. Yeah, poor Tyson Kidd. I really like Tyson Kidd so much. Yeah, but I think Neville's going to drop the belt sometime soon. I don't think he's going to drop it anytime soon. Really? I, I really don't. Maybe You're... he'll get called up. I, I don't I, I don't know where you put him. Yeah, that's a good point. I th- but Raw's, I... Raw's three hours and you don't have room. <laughs> you have room. <laughs> you just aren't finding if, it. If you're if you're booking the way, if it looks like you're going to continue to book the way that you're going to like, they've been they've booking. Been booking yeah. You don't have room. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Um, I'm excited for that match though. I yeah, think, I think Neville Kid is going to be like really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really really good. Oh, I mean, they've always put on a great show. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Alexa Bliss against Bailey. Alexa Bliss's entrance makes me laugh every time. Me too. Because it is like. Move, 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 pose. Move, 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 pose. Move, move, pose. Move, 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 pose. Yeah, uh, that my my biggest complaint about the Divas division in WWE, and especially in NXT, is how much pose-based it is. They all pose at the top of the ramp, yeah. except Alexa Bliss, who poses at the middle of the ramp. <laughs> yeah. It, but they all... I think Bailey's the only one who doesn't have, like, a pose. Well, no, she does she, the... She does the hands the thing. The hands thing, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, all of them have their little, like, sachet or yep. weird little, like, thing that they do. It's, yep. I, it ta- it's an hour-long show. Don't take up that much time with so, that shit. So much time. Yep. There you go. I like Alexa Bliss a lot. And I really like this match, too. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really good wrestling. Yeah, I, the Divas division in NXT is my favorite wrestling. It's it's Because it's, it's chains and holds. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a really cool moment where uh, Bailey had uh, Alexa in a wrist lock. And then Alexa Bliss went to roll through on the wrist lock, and Bailey rolled with it too, mm-hmm. and kept the wrist lock locked in. That was I cool. thought that was a great looking move. That yeah. was really really cool. Yeah, I like the mid match high fives. That was good. I thought that was really really funny. And then um, the Bailey to belly for the win. Was there any note on that match? Any anything that you thought really stood out? I I, I just really respect the women's division in NXT. It's it, very it's very good. It's the type of wrestling that I like seeing. Yeah. So if if you want to see some really good like catch as catch can wrestling, yep. like it's interesting. Because they don't try to do, like, slugfest shit. Mm-mm. Because they don't hit they hard. They can't. Yeah, exactly. So they do chain wrestling. And it's awesome. Yep. And they, it's good chain wrestling. They, they work They work to their strength instead of showing off their weakness. Exactly. And that's, I feel like that's what NXT women's wrestling is all about. Uh, Bailey calls out Charlotte for another title shot. And uh, Charlotte says, okay, and you earn my respect, kid. Uh, 
Uh, pretty sure Bailey's been wrestling for a really long time. I'm pretty sure they're either the same age or <laughs> Bailey is older. <laughs> I'm like almost positive. I mean, Charlotte's 28. Yeah. I love Bailey. Me too. <clears throat> I really, really like Bailey. I, I personally don't like her ring attire too much. I love her entrance attire. Really, I don't mind her ring attire because it's more. Oh, I feel like women's wrestling shows off too much. Mm-hmm. And it, like, the outfits are like. They never look very good. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if it's not going to look very good, like, why show off so much? Mm-hmm. So, I, I like the amount that Bailey shows. I like the pants. I like the top that looks like it's like. Oh, you know, sewn in the, but there's something underneath it. Yeah. Like, it's not showing off too much. It looks good. It fits her character really well. I think for me, it looks very, and and I get it's for her character, but it looks a little too juvenile. It makes her look too much like a kid trying to be a wrestler. I can see that. Um, I I can understand both sides. I'd like to see her wearing something more like when Trish Stratus actually actually started wrestling, when Uh she was wearing like like a sleeveless top kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And like and like long tights. I think yeah. she'd look better in that when she wants to get a little bit more serious. Yeah, but I can know, see that. That I, I understand. That's just me. Yep. Uh, I'm excited for Charlotte against Bailey. Yeah, me too. That's gonna be a really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Louis against Enzo's next. Uh, oh. Marcus Marcus comes out in a Kurt Angle style wig. Uh, when Kurt Angle lost the hair versus hair match against Edge. Oh yeah. For like a month. He came out wearing uh, wrestling headgear and a wig and kept telling people that, that it was real hair. His hair just grew that fast. I forgot about that. <laughs> and and That's I bad. think in Here Comes the Pain, the SmackDown game, mm. they had a Kurt Angle that had that wig. Oh, really? It was really funny. That's, that's really funny. It was really cool. Um, comes, Enzo comes out, cuts a promo. Enzo pulls off the wig at the end of the match and schoolboy is Marcus Louis. Marcus Louis looks like a fucking literal monster. Oh, yeah. He looks scary as shit. He does. Well, because he doesn't have any eyebrows. He looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. It is. He's, he has a weird red face with his gross teeth and his eyebrows. He looks so French. Yeah. He looks so... He looks like what I just imagine everyone in France looks like. Yeah, basically. He just looks like that. There you go. We get a Tyson Kidd promo backstage. Yeah. Um, talking about his match that's going to be happening. Fact. He's fact. Gonna be, he's going to be NXT champion. Fact. fact. I hope it's fact. We'll fact. See. Yep. We move on to the main event. This is fact. a very... Did this feel like a fast NXT to you? It did. This felt really, really quick. It did. Um, yeah. The Lucha Dragons against the Ascension. Um, Ascension with their rematch for after losing the titles. Awesome teamwork by Lucha Dragons at the beginning. Holy shit. Oh, man. I love the way they wrestle. That, that to me, like, that's how teams... <clears throat> sorry, that's how tag teams should wrestle. Yep. Like, not exactly, you know, that kind of style. I know what you mean, yeah. But, like... I remember have what, moves together. Yeah. And like, that's your, like, signature style. Like, don't just hold them and have the other guy hit them. Yeah. They're ha- doing shit. Do moves together. <laughs> that's what made, uh, you know, the real Americans good when mm-hmm. they were around. That's what made uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane good. Yeah, they had shit together. That, I like that a lot. I That's what I like to see in tag teams. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, they were doing a lot of awesome moves at the beginning. And then uh, Victor tags in Connor. Connor hits, like, this, or does, like, this rolling headlock. Do you remember that he had like this, like the yeah, side headlock, and he kept like rolling and rolling and rolling. I thought that was so cool, yeah, and like so different. Yeah, they call I, I, they called that later. I think it was like an ocho roll or something like that because they do eight. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I saw a gif of it online, and, I, huh. and they called it like the ocho roll. I don't know if that's what it's actually called. It's interesting, but that that was like a really cool thing. I I have also never seen anything like that. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a lucha thing. It, it was. Uh, I'd seen. I'd seen some Mexican wrestling that has done something like that from a different position. Yeah. Uh, almost from, like, 
you know, like a sunset flip, how you have your, your legs over their shoulders. Yeah. It's that, but they're rolling and rolling and rolling. And like you roll in a circle. So yeah. it's like, you're sitting in like rolling over and rolling over, but he, they did it from like a headlock and I've never seen that. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Really cool. <clears throat> I knew these, I knew the Ascension wasn't going to win this match. Um, just because they're getting called up. Like there's no way they're not going to get called up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ascension's in control and Hideo Itami interrupts with his awesome theme song. Love it. I love his theme song. And love he looks it. he looks like such a fucking cool badass. Oh man. He looks like the raddest dude. His hair looks awesome. He looks like he's there to kick some ass. Yeah. He looks fucking cool. It looks like he gets all the Japanese women and drinks hell, all the espresso. Hell yeah. He he wears like a, a suit that looks like it fits way too tight, but that's like the style, so good for him. Yep. He looks badass. Uh he interrupts the match. Uh Connor goes to attack him and uh Salida del Sol to uh, Victor, one, two, three. Ascension loses. Connor gets laid the fuck out yeah, at the does. top of the ring oh by, by Tommy. And uh, that'll take us into next week of NXT. I'm excited about next week of NXT. Yeah. Because I already saw a spoiler no, for part of it. Spo- oh, so. I, I know. But I don't want to spoil it for people that are listening. But you should watch this week's should- <laughs> NXT. All <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited for what's going on in mm-hmm. NXT. And, Me too. And oh god! I'm excited for what's coming in the WWE, and and people are there to take spots for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see some cool stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever. Okay. Next generation's here. Yep. What do you think of? Uh, what do you think of that? I thought, man, NXT just keeps outdoing itself I, every, each it's, and every week. It's like my favorite. It's my favorite weekly wrestling show. It, it, I I'm enjoy watching NXT mm-hmm. out of everything else. Yep. Second most main event, mm-hmm. and then Raw. Raw's been exceptionally bad. I don't get it. So let's get into Raw. Yeah. Uh, Raw, first note. Remember Daniel Bryan? Yeah. I do. Okay, just making sure, because uh, I miss him so goddamn much. I know. I miss him so fucking much. He was so red hot Mm -hmm. and then hurt. And please get well soon. Daniel Bryan, we know you're listening to this. We know you're sitting at home going, oh, I want to wrestle. Just uh, We here at the Go Home Show, we're thinking about you. We're thinking about how long your beard probably is now. Think about how long your hair probably is now, <laughs> which is probably like way too long. I hope so. You probably look like a tiny bruiser Brody. God, I hope so. <laughs> That's so funny. So please come back. Please save us. Please do. I, please. I mean, the only saving grace in the WWE right now, and this is going to sound kind of f- funny, but uh, I'm bummed Roman Reigns got injured. Yeah. But the aftermath of that. Yeah. Thank God Dean Ambrose is there. Dean Ambrose is about the only thing that I can watch Raw for anymore because they're not doing anything with people that I like. Yeah. So we'll just, uh, I guess we'll just have Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose's promos are great. Dean Ambrose's matches are great. I love everything about the guy. Every single thing he does. Yep. And I feel like, I feel like he's really doing everything shoot. Yep. Like he's. Uh, he, he, no, no, he's just, he's that good. He's that natural. Yeah. It, I mean, he's, it, he comes down and everything he does is just interesting to me. Yep. Uh, the the promo they have later on in the night with mm-hmm. uh, with John Cena yep. where Dean Ambrose is just hanging out in the background, <laughs> like I just it that to me is exactly how you build a huge star. And, and they are, I think they know what they have on their hands. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of fell into him, and like yeah. everyone got hurt at the right time, and they're like, well, I guess we kind of have to rely on Ambrose. And then Ambrose came and started doing his shit, and everyone's like, oh wow. Yeah. All right. This, this is a this is a stone cold moment yeah, for Dean I, Ambrose. I don't think that it'll be a short term push for this guy. I think I think he's around to stay for a little while. Yeah. F- fast forward to six months ago. Remember Dean Ambrose? Yeah. Uh, so we open the show with the authority cutting a promo regarding Ambrose stealing Rollins' case. Paul Heyman interrupts, and then Rollins interrupts Paul Heyman, and uh, Rollins apologizes and says like, 
yo, no disrespect. I didn't mean no disrespect because I respect you, but I didn't mean to do nothing disrespectful to you and your client Brock Lesnar. And then, uh, and then there's a CM Punk chant. It's okay. Chicago. Yeah, I, I knew they were gonna happen all night, but it makes Chicago look so dumb. It, it does. makes Chicago look so dumb, especially because they fell right into Stephanie's plan. Yeah. of of just using that heat to call them all quitter or exactly. to call CM Punk quitter. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Uh, Heyman leaves after uh, accepting an apology, and then uh, Ambrose interrupts from the Tron mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, you want your little briefcase? Come and get your little briefcase." Uh, and then uh, Cena jumps Rollins. <laughs> Uh, can we just pull Cena out of this? I I don't. He does, It feels so weird that he's there. It, he's not getting no anybody one, over. No one likes that he's there, and he's just there. It's so funny. At Hell in a Cell, it's either going to be the three of them in a Hell in a Cell match, Ugh. or they will include Randy Orton also, and it will be all four of them in a Hell in a Cell. Please match. Please no more Randy Orton. I I read something on on uh, on Squared Circle that said Randy Orton and John Cena have faced each other more than any other wrestler in the history of the WWE. Well, I don't know how they're I don't know how they keep facing each other because they had a match that was the last time. No, they did. Yeah, they did. They no. had a pay per view match. No, Eric, they, they'll have the last match when Randy Orton does something to John Cena's dad. Okay. <laughs> All right. When he like hanging DDTs him uh-huh. or like punches him or uh-huh. something, uh-huh. Th- then John Cena will get really mad. Right. Right. And then that'll be the last. Uh-huh. Wait. Hold on. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian, that happened already. Wait, didn't that... Uh, Brian, they already had their last match ever. When was that? Like 2012 or 13. Oh, didn't they also do that at last SummerSlam? Yeah, it's okay. The last match ever. <sighs> They're not going to face each other anymore. Except last week on Raw when they faced each other and it was the main event. Oh, yeah. The... I but guess what? I didn't watch it, thank God. Yeah. I, mean... I was on a plane. To... I fell asleep. I was on a plane <laughs> to fell... England. Fell asleep. I didn't get Sky Sports in my hotel, so I missed it. Bummer. Fuck. So we get uh, Miz, Cesaro, and Ziggler in a triple threat intercontinental title match. Even though Cesaro won the number one contender. Yeah, how did that happen? Uh, well, Brian, I think we've just been talking about this. If it's not on Raw, it doesn't matter. So Cesaro won number one contendership and then had to share his title shot with the Miz. You know, at least they're doing something with the IC belt. Uh, yeah. Something. Because, uh, I don't understand. <sighs> they showed that it was a number one cont- number one contender title over the top battle royal. And they yeah. showed that Cesaro won it. Yeah. And then also the Miz is in this match. Which they didn't explain, of course. It. I sat there and kept trying to go... Okay, well, maybe Miz is number one contender because he lost the title. Uh-huh. And he, like, gets his rematch. So is this his rematch? Yes. As you find out later on Raw. The triple threat is his rematch, and it's also Cesaro's number one contender shot. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to make the IC belt look strong. Hey, this match was the match of the night. It was. It had some really cool spots. It did. Why the fuck was everyone dressed in black? Did no one talk to each other before the oh match? Oh my god. How did no one else notice that? Everyone was in... Dolph Ziggler wears pink. Pink is like the thing of the month, mm-hmm. and he wore black. That's right. The Miz wore all black. Because that's Cesaro what he wears. wears all black. Uh-huh. Miz Dow. Everyone looked like the same... T- everyone just went, mmm... Oh, we'll just have the same tights. And they all pretty much wear the same style of tights, yep. except for Ziggler, but his are starting to look more like regular trunks. Yep. 
Man, I did not even pay attention to that. It, bo- it just bothers me when you have two people in a match that wear the same color. It's, I agree. It, no, it, yeah. always, it always bothers yeah. me. Because you should have distinct... Like, Cesaro should have had red tights. Yeah. Or... Or, or like his the, gray tights. Yeah, anything. Anything that would just change it a little bit. Ziggler should have worn his white tights or his pink tights. It just... Bo- that little thing like that just bothers me. No, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's it. Again, this was the match of the night. Uh, I love these three working together. Mm-hmm. I will take more of these triple threat matches. Yeah. Uh, ho- holy shit. Yeah. These were great. For for something that had absolutely no reason to necessarily yeah. be booked that way, yeah. I really actually enjoyed this match a lot. Oh, I thought it was great. And I like that there is a buzz around yeah. the IC title. I thought I thought it was the match of the night, and I thought it was pay-per-view quality. Yeah. Um, especially the way pay-per-views have been going. <laughs> it's uh, There's some really cool spots in this match where everyone's pinning everyone off of pins. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, Dolph Ziggler locks in probably the ugliest looking figure oh for that was so bad and the crowd was like going nuts They're like he's doing it because Chicago is all about the internet fans and yeah. everything he's doing it and it looks so fucking bad he, yeah. and, and I think that Dolph Ziggler was locking it in and knew that it looked bad and tried to hide it as much as he could <laughs> how do you fuck up a figure four uh, I think he just didn't get his legs where they needed to be um, okay. Cesaro breaks that up with what like that double stomp looks so fucking cool oh my cool. god it looks so he gets good. so high when yep. he jumps mm-hmm. and he just comes down so fucking big mm-hmm. uh, the end of this match came with a Swiss uppercut by Cesaro to the Miz who came off the top rope Ziggler super kicks Cesaro and then pins the Miz so Cesaro got it stolen mm-hmm. he almost had it damn it he was so close I like it though because then you have legitimate beef like well, okay, Ziggler stole it. Mm-hmm. Cesaro had that one. Yeah. Also, it looks like Cesaro's using an uppercut as a finish now. He did the same thing on main event uh, this week against Jack Swagger. If you guys can watch that, it's a pretty good match. Uh, it's not great. It's not anything to write home about, but it's pretty good. Uh, he uses an uppercut as his finish. That It was just out of nowhere. It was like a rake to the eyes and a big-ass uppercut. That's good. And it was He didn't throw him in the air. He didn't, it was just slam uppercut. That was it. Hmm. There wasn't anything to it. I like that. Yep. Uh, so Cesaro lost but didn't get pinned. So... so- uh, Miz was on the outside holding his knee because the figure four. And uh, Miz Dow, who is a stunt double and mimics everything he does. Miz, I love his gimmick mm-hmm. because he is like a B-list actor. He's Vic Valentine from Super Awesome Showdown, so Absolutely. I love that gimmick. Yeah. Having Miz Dow is the best addition that you can have to that character. Yeah. Because later there's a promo where Miz Dow talks for the Miz, and it's the funniest fucking it's so thing funny. that happens all night. It was hilarious. It was great. Yep. I thought it was so good. I really liked th- That's why I like this, because for me, the IC title is the title that you defend on TV. Yep. The WWE title is the one you defend at pay-per-views. Yep. And the US title is your kind of, like, lower mid-card you defend it on yep. TV and on, like, main event. Mm-hmm. And they need to do that more if they want to build their roster, but of course... Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing on, on the creative <laughs> team right now in terms of a cohesive story, so exactly. what do we expect? Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really excited to see more uh, from these three with yep. the IC title. I, I agree. I think uh, I think it's cool, and I like that there's kind of like a round-robin little feud going on with yeah. that right now. Um, any other notes from that match? Not really. No. 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 Uh, I, just a lot of cool pinfalls, a lot of cool spots. Everything looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercury and Noble are tasked with finding Dean Ambrose backstage. They're going around to look for Dean Ambrose backstage. They are the new Stooges, in case no one has picked up on that. Yeah. They are the Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe of the new authority. Uh, but they can't wrestle. <laughs> it's because so, they, like, physically are not able to anymore. Yeah, it's so funny to see these two run around in suits. 
<laughs> Jamie Noble in his thick Southern accent. You seen da- yeah? You seen Dean Ambrose? You seen Dean Ambrose around here? You seen Dean Ambrose? His little voice. You seen Dean Ambrose around here? You all seen Dean Ambrose? And like no one's seen him. And they go to talk to Kali, and I don't know what the fuck Kali says. Why is he there? I don't know. And then that that's it. Uh, so they they keep trying to find him. Yep. Can't find him. There's the Wyatt promo uh, with Luke Harper. That gave me chills. I thought it was so good. I love it. Um, is the best thing that happened with the Wyatts in like the last two months. Oh, man. Good. Rebrand it. Like, take them out of matches and just bring them back strong. Because yep. come on. Yep. Uh, next, we get another backstage promo with the Authority regarding Dean Ambrose. Jamie Noble has apparently stopped to eat a hot dog. <laughs> his mustard all over his face. Oh, my God. It was so funny. They're the Stooges. Yeah. They're, they're the, it's so... Joey Mercury with his shaved head and his big red face. His big ass fucking and, head. Yeah, and, and Jamie Noble with his his ill-fitting suit and his southern accent and his goatee going, yeah, yeah y'all, y'all seen Dean Ambrose? Y'all seen Dean Ambrose? Y'all I seen Dean it. Ambrose? I love it. I can't get enough. <laughs> it's really funny. Mm-hmm. That, that's where The Miz interrupts with Miz Dow. Miz Dow talks for The Miz saying that uh, he wants a title shot and, and he won't stand for this. Triple H laughs at it and he says like, this is great. Great comedians, but never, ever interrupt me again. Yeah. DVD, straight to DVD career is over. I thought that was such a good line. It was. And then uh, he says, Ms. Dow versus Sheamus tonight, which I don't want to see. Oh, me neither. Uh, hey, I love Ms. Dow. I don't want to see him have a match against Sheamus. No. I don't want to have anyone see him. Hey, I didn't even pay attention yep. to the match. Uh, Layla versus Rosa is next. Uh, I was not thrilled about this until yep. I saw Natalia and Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd with his Beats headphone and his cell phone where he's playing video games and texting. <laughs> Tyson Kidd rules. He's great. I love Tyson Kidd's gimmick right Me now. Me too. Dick with headphones. Awesome. <laughs> like, Natty's trying to get him to pay attention to the match, and he's just, like, on his phone. Well, like why a- the fuck would he need to pay attention? Everything about Tyson Kidd, mm-hmm. where he's, like, a heel, is, like, understandable. It's yeah. like, well, you look, I came out here to support her, I guess. I don't, like, there's nothing I'm going to do. Mm-mm. I don't want to watch a wrestle. I'm at home feeling the same way Tyson exactly. Kidd does. I was on my phone the whole time the, the Layla uh, Rosa Mendez match was going on. And, like, uh, I, I'm doing the same shit he's doing, and I'm supposed to think he's a heel? I know. He's the only one who fucking gets it there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Nat, there's a Natty's husband chant that Tyson Kidd plays up well. Yeah. Looks back at the crowd, he gets all mad and looks at his phone, looks back at the crowd and looks at his phone. Really he funny. He sits on the steps and <laughs> goes on his so, phone. That was so good. God. Uh, Summer Rae is out there with Layla. Natty and Summer fight. Tyson Kidd doesn't see any of it because he's on his phone the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. He doesn't give a shit. It's so he, cool. Why would he? Layla, Layla hits the layout and John Bradshaw Layfield with the line of the night. That's it. Thank God. <laughs> God. Even the announcers don't take it seriously. No, why the they fuck don't. would I at home? No. That, that's it. And then Natty takes kids to uh, phone away, and and he doesn't chase after her. He just stands there and goes, "Natty, hey, come, hey, come back. Yep, stop, come back, come back." It was so. Bring fun. back my phone. It was and so then, good. And then she does. Yeah, she gave it back. So of course, there you go. Uh, Ambrose uh, with Rollins' briefcase is shown walking through the back, and then uh, which is weird because they already showed him standing there earlier, saying like, "You want the briefcase? Come get it." Yeah. So why is he shown walking backstage? Because he was hiding. I don't know. Oh, but they found him just before he came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ambrose comes out to cut a promo. He doesn't use the ramp, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Ambrose has stolen a bunch of shirts from Merchandise Table, and he's going to have a fire sale. Mercury and Noble come out to interrupt, and uh, he says they sent the cruiserweight police out to get him. Uh, th- I thought that was really, really funny. 
Uh, Jamie Noble is one of my favorite cruiserweight wrestlers. I love Jamie Noble. Yeah. Jamie, by God, Noble. Uh, <laughs> Mercury and Noble both leave. Dean Ambrose is so fucking over with the crowd. He starts throwing shirts into the crowd and everything. Yeah. Like, he's so... He's so over. The crowd loves him. Rollins comes back with... Uh, I started calling him uh, MNN because it's uh, Mercury and Noble. Ah. Thank you. Nice. Uh, trademark. It's a little <laughs> go-home show. GHSTM. Go-home show trademark. <laughs> Uh, so MNN, that's what you guys can call Mercury and Noble. It's like Mercury and Noble. Uh-huh. Uh, and he comes out also with security. Ambrose says, whoa, I don't want to fight. Look, we're just we're buddies. It's all right. Yeah. You, can have, you can have your case. Uh, Rollins opens his case as Dean Ambrose is going up the ramp and he gets slimed like you can't do that on television. Uh, because apparently you can do that on television. Yeah, uh, that was, there was a show in the eighties called "You Can't Do That on Television." Uh, it was on Nickelodeon. Oh uh, yeah, say, I don't know. You get slimed. Yeah, and if you said water, they dropped water on you. I think you made that up. Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> there's a, there's someone in the crowd with Dean Ambrose when Dean Ambrose puts his his hand out like they oh they like hand. they like hold his hand and he like pulls his hand out and like looks over at yeah. him. Yeah, like, like come on, like. What? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I I like that he called the security guard. He's like, oh, I mean, even if are you guys even real security yeah, guards or you, rosebuds? Were you guys rosebuds last week? I thought that was really. Funny. And one of them almost breaks. Yeah, I thought they were like, oh, whoops. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a an authority backstage promo. Orton and Kane are laughing, and they get uh, put into a match. Uh, Cena and Ambrose against Orton and Kane. There's a vibrator joke. A gay joke, essentially. Oh, my God. Seth Rollins. It's an electric razor, Eric. Uh-huh. Not a vibrator. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. This uh, is 1998. <laughs> the movie Go has just come out. <laughs> You can go watch, uh, go on Netflix. Listen, cast of Go, I know you're listening to this. Uh, thank you for making a movie that was just an amalgamation of all the tropes of 90s movies. Oh my god. Hey, I like to make the most cliche 90s movies. Go. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there's a Mark Henry promo. Bo interrupts. And then, uh, Mark Henry against Bo Dallas. That's awesome. Bo Dallas wins. I know. What did you think? Oh, dude. He... He squashed Mark Henry. It was so good. I I couldn't believe it, but man, they're it looks like they're giving him like a, a semi push, yeah. like something good. They, I, they they wrestled on main event. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that match. Uh, do you want me to tell you what happens? Sure. Uh, Mark Henry beats the shit out of Bo Dallas for so long, the referee disqualifies him, uh-huh. and then Mark Henry's like, God damn, and Bo Dallas is all beat to shit in the corner and raises his hand with like the thumb. Yes. And and then Mark Henry just beats the shit out of him some more. <laughs> That's it. Aww. Yep, there you go. Running Bo Dog from Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas wins. There's a backstage Bomo where Bo Dallas is saying all you have to do is Bo leave, and then he gets attacked by Mark Henry. No fair. Uh, Dusty Rhodes promo where they talk about uh, how they are the tag team champions, essentially, and yeah. how they're science fiction and science fact. I love Gold Dust's new look. I Me too. It. it looks so fucking like super villain crazy. It looks awesome. I and how uh, the fuck is he that good at putting on makeup? I, I guess I guess when you do it for twenty years, you get that good. But like, man, he's incredible at it. And it and it is awesome. It I, looks really cool. Not to say that I didn't like how the old one looked. No, no, no. Because it's a really it, that's like that's a cool gold dust look. But yeah. this is so different from anything he's ever done. It looks great. It's it's such a like such a cool little mix. It's into like it a two face kind of thing where it's, it's like half is like the fire and it's gold and black. Yeah. It just 
it looks so well done. How is he the best he's ever been in his career? I don't know. Good for him, though. Yeah. Like, man, only was only supposed to come in for like a couple months just to do like this little thing and then... Got over. Shit, got over like crazy. Yeah. And he's been great. He has been so stall. He's been like so, so solid. Yeah. So solid. Yeah. I was, I was really worried because there were a few times where you could see like maybe a little bit of faltering with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a match where there was a miscommunication with Fandango where I yeah. thought like, uh, we yeah. might be seeing the end here. But no, no, man, he's he's putting on the solid matches. Um, can't believe in 2014, yeah, I he, saw him wrestle at a house show. I was talking to someone at um, Eurogamer or whatever, and uh, they were a wrestling fan. I was doing the two suite with them and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we we're talking about old wrestlers. And they're like, yeah, and Goldust. And I went, yeah, he still wrestles. And they went, oh, like where? And I went, on TV, on the WWE. What? <laughs> there you go. There it is. How about it? Um, we get Brie in a match. Brie mode. Uh, Nikki comes out. Nikki mode. It's a Nikki promo. How uh, Nikki is sicky of all the handicap matches that she had to go through. So she's going to put Brie in handicap matches. Which you knew that meant she was going to win. Yeah. Hey, she had a handicap match on main event also. Guess what? She won. She won. Of course she uh, won. So it was against Eva and Cameron. Who are... Uh, I don't... The new Alicia Fox and Oksana, I guess. Just like to throw a couple of girls together. Done. Schoolboy to Cameron. The end. Cameron had two collars. Yeah, she looked cool. She had a collar for her little tie uh-huh. and a collar on her shirt. Yeah, she looked cool. Brian, she looked cool. Uh, yeah. Brian, speaking of looking cool, Slater Gator against Los Matadores. They, hey, they look cool. Slater Gator bringing out a mini Gator, which is fucking hilarious to me. Oh, it the, was the, the best. The <laughs> fact that they made him crawl around like a little alligator is so goddamn funny to me. It will never not be. Oh. They made him wear a little alligator costume and then crawl around like a tiny little alligator. What a sport. And then Jesse Jackson was there. What happened? Who looked high, high as fuck? Really, I'm so glad that you said that. He looked stoned as he shit. He looked like he went to the bathroom before uh-huh. this segment, cashed a bowl, yep. and came back and went, yep. I'm going to watch a gator wrestle a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, Adam Rose and the Bunny are on commentary. Uh, the Gator and Torito square off, but the Gator runs away. <laughs> oh, that this was so is, funny. I'm so happy that they didn't let this die. Yep. Yeah. It's, oh, no, just keep It's it going. still fresh. Yep. Sl- I love uh, it. Slater rolls up uh, one of the Matador. I don't know who it was. Uh, after the match, they clear out all the Matadors. Tur- Torito is there. Torito gets slammed by Slater. Or no, by Gator. By uh, Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, mini gator roll. Yes. Hell yeah. So good. But then Adam Rose and the bunny come in. They distract, uh, uh, what, Titus O'Neil. And then they attack Heath Slater. They attack the Slater gator and do a funny splash. Uh, okay, I mean, we keep saying the, this. The least funny thing in this whole feud is the thing that they're trying to push the most with the rabbit. And, and, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, in this whole thing... Adam Rose is supposed to be the face, and the bunny's supposed to be the face. Yeah. I hate them, and I love Slater Gator. I love Slater Gator, and I love the tiny mini alligator. I ha- mini alligator forever. I'm like, I'm like so into it. Yep. And oh, they're the heels. Great. Yep. 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 I'm with you. Bad booking. Yep. Uh, Lana and Rusev promo. Big Show interrupts. Lana and Rusev leave the ring. Big Show goes into the ring and rips down the Russian flag. My first thought was, what a bad idea this was, because you're going to have to issue an apology. Uh, Brian, today they issued an apology. Did Be- they? Yeah, because you can't let a fucking flag touch the goddamn ground. Yeah. Everyone will get pissed. Are you fucking stupid? Hey, I hope Monday they do that. Rusev pulls down the American flag. Me too. And it touches the ground. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Commit to it. Do it. Do it. 
That's I'm, the only way that it, I would give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, you can't let it... You no, have, it was a giant flag. You pulled it down, and it touched the ground. You're, you can't do that. So, you did it. But it got a huge pop. D- which was awful. I felt so bad when they popped so big for that. Yeah. Because it's like... And that and that's just cheap pops. It's it's so cheap. It's the cheapest you get. American like versus foreigner shit is like so it's like the cheapest shit you can do. Especially and we've said this before for a global company. Yep. It, is it silly? It, to be so US centric. Yeah. When it's strange. You, it, yeah. Yep. You're just you're just missing out on opportunities. I agree. If you live in another country, I don't know, like you're not rooting for the Americans. No. It's uh whatever. We look like assholes. Yep. Uh, AJ against, I thought Paige, but I was wrong. Paige comes out and cuts a promo, introing her new best friend, Alicia Fox. Uh, Alicia Fox against AJ then, I guess. AJ dives on to, uh, Paige and Alicia on the outside. There's a scissor kick to the back of the distracted AJ, and then, uh, that's the end. Alicia Fox wins, and there's a post-match beatdown on AJ. Yeah. That's it. That was the third women's match of the night. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, same Harper promo that we saw earlier in the night, uh, three-hour Raw. Sheamus against Mizdow. Sheamus has some facial hair. Miz on commentary. I researched how to make cold brew coffee. It's actually really easy. Just mix and coffee. Just mix coffee and water. Mm-hmm. One one and a half cups of coffee per one third cup of uh, one and a half cups of water per one third cup of coffee. Uh, let it steep in a container yep. for twelve to twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and then filter through a regular coffee filter mm-hmm. into uh, into a, a container, and then you can put it in the fridge. Yeah. So that's what I learned. You, you and then sw- there was and then there was a broke kick. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan come out to came out to cut a promo about Susan, Susan G. Coleman. So uh, during this promo, I made iced coffee. <laughs> it's in my refrigerator right now. I'm very excited to uh, to strain it tomorrow. That's good. There's an authority promo backstage about uh, Kane and Randy Orton not wanting to be in this tag match, and then we get the tag match they didn't want to be in. The whole match is John Cena trying to get a hot tag, and not being able to get a hot tag. <laughs> The whole match. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And then Ambrose comes out like a ball of fire, fucking destroys everyone and hits dirty heats on on Orton. Like, the match went in a direction. I'm like, wow, that was, it's like over. Yeah. It was over. And then uh, Rollins comes down, interferes, and attacks Ambrose. Ambrose and Cena fight over who gets Rollins because yeah. they start beating him up and everything. Uh, Ambrose throws Cena out of the ring to a giant pop. This is why Cena doesn't need to be part of this. Yep. Uh, Orton hits Ambrose with an RKO, then Kane choke slams Am- uh, Ambrose. Well, Cena's still on the outside. And then there's a curb stomp to Ambrose on the case. Cena comes in too late. He gets an RKO, and then a choke slam, and then a curb stomp. That takes us out of Raw. Mm-hmm. So I think that main event of Hell in a Cell, triple threat or fatal four away. It'll be those four guys. N- minus, I mean, Kane won't be in it. Right. Orton, Rollins, Ambrose, Cena. I assume. I really hope it's not that. It, what, Brian, what would you like it to be? Uh, just, yeah. Well, I mean, you have to have uh, Brock Lesnar. No, he's not going to wrestle on this one. Oh, really? I don't think so. You Who, think, who's he going to, did they even mention the WWE title on Monday? Uh, other than the opening promo, I guess they didn't. But th- this is one thing that I did want to mention. I really like... Uh, really quick, because I, I did want to get to uh, our emails. Yeah, yeah. I really like... People complain that they don't like how he's uh, Brock Lesnar's a part-timer. Uh-huh. I think this is the best person to have as a part-timer, because I don't want to see Brock Lesnar every week. Oh, I, me neither. I feel the exact same way. But I love seeing his advocate yep. come down and talk him up, because it makes him this untouchable conqueror. Yeah, he's a monster. 
that's a, that you will only have a title shot against, yep. and then that's it. Yep. Don't sully that. Keep that going. It mm-hmm. makes him look good. Whoever gets over on him is going to be big. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be huge. I thought Rollins interfering at the end of Night of Champions was, like, really big. Mm-hmm. Good um, storytelling. Great yeah, storytelling. I thought, I thought it was interesting, at least. Yep. Uh, I also felt like that didn't resolve anything between Brock Lesnar and John Cena, so we'll see more of that. Great. Yeah. Uh, let's get to a couple of emails. Uh, this is a little bit older because uh, we weren't here in two weeks. Uh, this is from Rohan. Rohan lives in Winnipeg. Hey, good brothers. All right. Too yeah, sweet for that one, sweet. good brother. Thanks for your continued excellence of pro wrestling podcastery. Just wanted to tell you about my experience a few weeks ago at an indie show in my hometown of friendly Winnipeg, Manitoba. I had not been to an indie show in over 15 years while wow. I've attended some WWE shows of the same period. I took my 14-year-old son. That's why you haven't been in 15 years. Oh, yeah. I took my 14-year-old son who loves the WWE to this indie show where Kazarian was in Hell the main yeah. event ladder, ra- ladder match for some local indie title. We had more fun at this show than any WWE show we'd ever been to. Kaz was playing heel and looked right at me and called me a fat turd. That's awesome. <laughs> I marked out. My son was appalled. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> at intermission, all the guys were selling stuff at their gimmick tables, and Kaz was the nicest dude. He jokingly apologized for healing on me. Uh, Kaz was great in the match, and sh- he was great after the match. He uh, reassuring a uh, return date and uh, never mailed it in, worked his ass off for in front of only 100 people. Wow. We enjoyed a hearty handshake and a fo- photo. Point being, go to your local indie shows and support them. My boy is hooked, and we now have a standing indie show mandate once a month. That's awesome. Signed, Rowan from Winnipeg, Manitoba, hashtag fancy dogs. Fancy dogs. <laughs> and he also sent a picture. Thank you, Rowan. That's so, man, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, Damn. Yeah, I got the, I got that email, and the first thing I did was uh, go tell my girlfriend Laura that this is the kind of like email that I love to get, and basically the reason why I do the go home show. It's yeah. it's for all you good brothers out there yeah, who love to watch wrestling, who just go there and like they tune into our podcast, and it's like you're just hanging out and you know shooting the shit, talking shop. Yep, it's I love I love indie shows, and I love that this guy took his kid. Yeah. Because and and I and I feel like just based on how he had written it that it kind of we had kind of like pushed him to go to that yeah it's and, please go to your indie shows man they're a lot of fun and that's really like hey you want to see some really good wrestling you want to see something that you're not gonna complain about yeah. like like we do here and go oh I wish they did this you want to see people working their asses off go to an indie show it, they're hungry yeah and and it's a lot of fun and it's cheap and it's small yeah I mean, he saw Frankie Kazarian who's a guy on TV yeah. For it, with a hundred people in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, mm-hmm. like man, go to your indie shows. There's always going to be people, and Absolutely. it's always going to be fun. Uh, we actually have two house show reports, but I'm going to go through them briefly, All right. very, very quickly. Uh, this one's from Nick. He went to a house show in Toledo, Ohio. Damn. Uh, he went with his brother Tim. He said it was a blast. Uh, first match was Our Truth and Stardust, uh, where Truth gets the pin. Stardust is entertaining as always. Breezing and Sami Zayn. Nice. So cool to see NXT guys, even though I had to explain to the older gentleman in front of me who they are and what NXT is, so that kind of bummed me out. Holy shit, Sami Zayn can take a beating. After constantly kicking out at two, he hits Breeze with a superplex, uh, hits a suplex to the bottom turnbuckle, which looks like it took his head off. Oh, Zayn it, gets the pin. Oh, that's awesome. I love oh, he that does expl- that. Oh, he does that exploder. Exploder suplex, oh, I yeah. I wonder if he's going to use that as his finish. I hope so, because I do not like the Huluva kick. Oh, yeah, but he uses the Huluva kick as a setup for the Koji clutch. Oh, he, okay. uses, he uses the Koji, but I don't think he'll end up using that. Uh, yeah, he doesn't that, use that'll, that'll be finish. one that he'll hang on to for all. Yeah. Layla, Alicia Fox, and Cameron against Emma, Eva Marie, and Naomi in a Divas dance-off. Kill me, please. Ha! <laughs> The dance-off devolves into caddy screeching, hair-pulling bullshit, which evolves into a wrestling match. Tons of Eva Marie chanting. 
so that's a thing. <laughs> Emma gets a, gets a gets beat to shit, but eventually gets a hot tag to Naomi. And she's getting punished for getting yeah, arrested. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, whatever. She's never really doing anything anyway. Yeah. Intermission. Guy taking a dump in the bathroom was singing the 999 commercial song, which made me die a little on the inside. <laughs> Rusev and Henry. Uh, Henry hits the world's strongest splash and the world's strongest slam. Fondango against Zack Ryder. Woo-woo-woo. Uh, Zack Ryder wins. <laughs> Oh, Bo man. Dallas against Jack Swagger. Bo tells us Toledo can believe that America's sweetheart won't let us down like Jack Swagger. There's a spot where Swagger locks in the Patriot lock and Bo runs around the ring on his hands like they were in a wheelbarrow race. <laughs> he then taps and holds his leg in pain while Zeb cuts a promo, to which Bo starts stamping on the ground in a little tantrum with the same leg. He, seemingly, he then seemingly remembers it's supposed to be hurt and has the ref help him limp off the ramp. That's funny. I love Bo Dallas. That's a great heel move. Yep. Main event was The Miz and Randy Orton against Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose. Miz tells, uh, tells us how awful Ohio is and that leaving Ohio for Hollywood was the best decision he ever made. Calls us all a state of losers and reminds us uh, to all watch the Marine Four on Christmas. <laughs> he, nah. calls, he calls Randy Orton out, uh, who took three solid minutes to come out and finish all of his posing. Ziggler and Ambrose come out. Ambrose has the briefcase, which was cool to see after SmackDown, where he stole the briefcase on SmackDown, and this was right after, so yeah. well, that was really cool. Dolph immediately tags in Ambrose, and Orton runs out of the ring like he's scared. He tags in The Miz, who does the same thing. Uh, the crowd is red hot for Ambrose. After a while, Dolph is getting beat, and Ambrose is denied the hot tag, so he grabs a steel chair and jumps into the ring. The ref gets the chair away from him, but that allows Ziggler to get the tag, and Ambrose destroys Orton and Miz. He hits dirty deeds on Orton while Ziggler zigzags The Miz on the outside. Nice. There you go. He said 8 out of 10. Perfect. Cool. Eight, I mean, 4 out of 5 is a perfect score. Yeah. 8 out of 10, that's perfect too. Yeah. Same same ratio. Is this another email from a guy named Nick? Might be. Jesus Christ. Well, here's an email from... Uh, the first one was Nick W. This is Nick V. He uh-huh. went to a house show in New Jersey. Last Friday, I went to the WWE house show in New Jersey. Wanted to share it with you guys. I wrote down notes during the matches. Uh, so, But some of this is from memory, so it might be a little bit off. Usos and the Wyatts, pretty decent match. Seeing Harper wrestle is awesome. At one point, he broke character and smiled at something the ref said. It instantly made him look like a normal person and was weird. <laughs> Us- Usos win. <laughs> Up next is a NXT championship match. Neville against Kid. Wow. Kid is wearing his blue and silver pants and stole of his, instead of his yellow ring gear. They do that sometimes. <sighs> yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah. Neville gets a decent pop. Seeing the Red Arrow live is really awesome and almost too fast to see what's really happening. Los Matadores against Big E, Kofi, and Xavier Woods. Los Matadores get a big pop, which was strange. Yeah, in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, this no, one, this is in Jersey. This is in Jersey. Biggie and Kofi worked well together. They used a couple of double team moves that were cool, but were a little bit awkward looking. Awesome big impact finisher. Paige and Natalia. Cool match. When Paige took her shirt off before the match, the creepy the creepy guy next to me said, Oh, yeah, best part of the night. Cool. <laughs> awesome back and forth. Natty kicked out of the Paige turner, but then, uh, then locked in the sharpshooter for the win. Oh, about that? nice. Bray versus Big Show was an ODQ match. Bray was playing the crowd like a face and getting good reactions. Big Show is fucking huge. Yes. I can't expo- I can't say that enough. He is so big. He is so fucking He's big. He's as wide as a door. Yep. Uh, the crowd is really into this match. White uses a steel chair, then Big Show wins with a KO punch. Great Kali versus Slater and Gator handicap match. Kali brain chops and wins, of course. Right. Cesaro versus Sheamus for the U.S. title. Holy hell, little kids love Sheamus. Uh, same match as Night of Champions. Pretty cool, though. Nice. Cena and Ambrose against Rollins and Orton. So this is a little different from the last match that we heard about in the last one. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose had the Money in the Bank briefcase. 
Most of the match was Rollins, Orton and Rollins beating up Ambrose, but he got in some cool offense. The place exploded for the hot tag for Cena. Match becomes a brawl, and Ambrose attacks with a briefcase, and everyone loved it. Uh, Cena and Ambrose standing tall. Overall, had a great time, and next time the house show is nearby, I'll definitely be attending. Great. Dang, that's so cool. I'm glad you guys went to some house shows. I'm glad some people went to some indie shows. Dang, dang, dang. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. But, Brian? Yes. That wraps up Aww. episode 30 of the Go Home Show, which is the most podcast we've ever done. Yes. Wow. Can't believe it. That's incredible. Can, Brian, can you believe it? I can't. I just said. <laughs> I don't You're not listening? Guys, thank you for listening to episode 30 of the Go Home Show. That'll do it for us. We're, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, send us emails for house show reports, indie show reports. Uh, let us know what you're thinking about what WWE's putting out right now, some indie stuff that you've been watching, whatever you've been watching, some stuff you want to recommend. Hit us up. Go Home Show at Mega64. You can also find us on Twitter at Go Home Show. You can find us on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. But that does it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, this week's episode and last week's episode, which was uh, uh, the Russell Party uh, watching with the Go Home Show. Uh, I can tell that Brian has a funny ending in mind because the whole time I was wrapping up, he had this little smirk on his face uh-huh. like you're going to say something really funny. So, Brian, any closing thoughts? Well, I don't. I mean, you tell people how to find us. You just got to go on AOL keyword Go Home Show. You didn't even say Go Home. It's in the... Sh- you didn't...